Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one righteous page of Talmud each day. And it's not too much of an exaggeration to say that today's page, Kiddushin 30, grapples with what may be the seminal question at the core of human morality. Have a listen. So too, the Holy One, blessed be He, said to Israel, My children, I created an evil inclination, which is the wound, and I created Torah as its antidote. If you are engaged in Torah study, you will not be given over into the hand of the evil inclination. As it is stated, if you do well, shall it not be lifted up. Genesis 4-7. One who engages in Torah study lifts himself above the evil inclination. Look, it's a beautiful sentiment. The Torah as the antidote to the evil inclination. But you don't exactly have to be a Talmudic scholar to ask an even more basic question. Why, pray tell, did God create the evil inclination at all? Wouldn't it have been easier had the Almighty just made us with no Yetzer setting, with no ruinous desires or super bad urges? Would the whole world not have been better if we were just programmed from birth to study Torah all day, to do good deeds, to help each other out, and occupy this delightful planet together in harmony? As you can imagine, it's a question that has occupied rabbis and philosophers and artists and a lot of other folks for millennia. And they came up with all manners of answers, including that old chestnut about free will and how meaningless our decision to choose good over evil would have been if it weren't a decision at all. But in today's stuff, the Talmud gives us a slightly different explanation. And rather than just jump into it, I'd like to tell you a Hasidic Misa, or story. Once upon a time, there was an old king who knew that someday soon his young son would have to take over the kingdom. The lad was a fine young man, and he had aced all of his tests and all of his schools, but the king wondered if he was truly ready to lead in the real world. So the king summoned his trusted advisor and concocted a plot. Go to the prince, he told the advisor, and make him a tempting offer. Tell him that you have the keys to the kingdom's treasures and that, with his permission, the two of you could band together and empty the safe of all our gold and all our jewels so that the two of you may live in untold splendor and luxury. Now, the instructor was a really honest and loyal man, and he didn't exactly love this sneaky plot, but he couldn't disobey the king. So he rushed over to the young prince's side and did his best to tempt him. Imagine, he said to the young man, imagine how terrific life would be if you had half of the kingdom's wealth at your personal disposal. Imagine a life of luxury and no responsibility. What do you care about this stupid, ungrateful kingdom and its stupid, ungrateful people? Think of yourself first. The prince was so disgusted that he slapped the advisor and told him to leave the kingdom and never return. A man capable of such plots, he said, doesn't belong here with us good people. The advisor did leave, 
but he rushed straight to the king's side with a report of what had happened. And the very next day, the king summoned his son and announced for the whole court to hear that it was time to pass the baton and give the prince the throne. The prince, of course, was elated, but looking around the room, he was outraged to see among the king's trusted entourage the old advisor. You, the prince shouted, what are you doing here? I thought I told you to leave and never ever come back. Hearing this, the king smiled. My son, he said, if this fine man didn't stand right here where he belongs, you too would not have stood right here where you belong. Rabbi Tzadok of Lublin, the great Hasidic master, so beloved by our teacher, Rabbi David Bashevkin, explained this perfectly. Each one of us should know, he wrote in his masterpiece, Sidkat HaTzadik, if you will excuse my very loose translation, each one of us should know that in precisely that spot where our evil inclination is most aggressive, that spot reveals a vessel that can grow deeper and serve us to grow good and pure. And we can ascend to a very high level of spirituality, as high a level as the measure of the sin suggested by the evil inclination there to tempt us. Put simply, the idea is amazing. Sin is a training tool. The greater the temptation, the holier and more whole we grow if and when we overcome it. That yearning in our heart that drives us to contemplate doing terrible, horrible, no good, very bad things is really a yearning to overcome these urges and do great awesome, terrific, very good things instead. The evil inclination is a moral workout, and the Torah is our spiritual gym. We could choose not to go, of course, but then we're just going to grow morally flabby and live a listless life instead of enjoying vigor and energy and longevity. The choice is ours, and as we prepare for Rosh Hashanah in just a few days, it's never been more urgent. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts and get your Take One t-shirts and mugs at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Rusquet, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnik, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one. Subscribe to our newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter or email us at take one at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at take one dafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.